Have you ever just took a verse from the Bible and just broke the verse apart just to examine it, just to look at it word by word, idea by idea, subject by subject, and just see what it has to say? Well, that's the verse that we're going to look at today in the Preacher's Recap. Go ahead and take your Bible and turn with me to Ephesians chapter 3 and verse 20. This verse is preached all the time. There's uh, conferences and services and events and things like that preached from the wonderful book of Ephesians, which speaks to us how wonderfully rich we are. I know Warren Wiersbe wrote a, a Bible commentary on uh, how rich we are in Christ and our heavenly riches that we have, and that is certainly true today. I want us to look at Ephesians 3 and verse 20 today. Now, look at this verse. I want to uh, kind of read the verse to you and then kind of break it out and kind of look at it and then talk about the aspects of this message that I preached entitled, Wonder Working Power. Now, the Bible says in Ephesians 3, verse 20, Now unto him that is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or think, according to the power that worketh in us. Let's look at this verse and break it apart. Now, the first part of that verse, the first three words says, Now unto him. That is the object of this power. It's not you. It's not me. It's not our abilities. It's not uh, what we know, what we've been exposed to or educated or experienced in life. The object of this power is in God Almighty. So now unto him, that's the object of this power. And look at the next three words, that is able. That is the opportunity of this power. I'm so thankful today that the power has not run out. The power has uh, always been paid, praise God. The power is available. And so the opportunity to him to let you know that today is that he's able. And that is so wonderful today that the power that you need, the power that I need is available because the opportunity is able there. The next three words, look at that. The Bible says to do exceeding. That is the outstanding reaches of this power. He has the power. That's the first part of the verse. He's able to do the power, but I love the fact that it will reach further out. You know, where I currently live, we are at the very end of a uh, power line. Actually, where we uh, currently live, we live in farm country. And uh, if you happen to listen outside of our community, uh, when we uh, bought the land that our house is currently on, uh, we didn't have any power lines at the road. We didn't know that. And uh, there's one company above our property that runs that area and another company that runs uh, the power on the other side. And so we had to go back and forward to see who would uh, run power lines to where we are. And so I was not able to get power there. We had to have a company go above and beyond and reach out to get power to where we are. And friends, it's much greater than that with our Lord today. He is the object of our power. He has able power, and that power is to do exceeding. Now, look at the next part of the verse. It says, abundantly above. So not only does it exceed it in its outstanding reaches, but it also is abundantly above in the outer, excuse me, the outperforming results of this power. 
not only does it have the kilowatt, if I can say it that way, to get to you, it's to help you and do much more than that. And I'm so thankful for that wonder working power today. But that's not it. The Bible says all that we ask or think. That is the outline of this power. He has power to help us on what we ask for. Even I like this. Even what we think about. You know, a lot of times we uh, we have not because we ask not, the Bible says. But I want you to know His power is available even for what you think about, according to this verse here. And I'm thankful for that because there's a lot of things that I think that I don't say. There's a lot of things that come to my mind that I forget about. If it doesn't get written down, it gets forgotten. If it doesn't get planned, it gets erased. And one preacher said, you can't spell the word think without the word ink. In other words, we ought to write down everything but I'm glad that when my power fails, praise God, His power outperforms every single time. You know, they say that solar power is wonderful, but it's not when the sun's not out. But I'm telling you, the power of my God today can reach further and perform above and beyond all that we ask or think. Now, if that was enough, that'd be enough. But the verse keeps going. In the next part of the phrase, it says, according to the power. And that is the overabundance of this power. I have a brother who's an electrical engineer for a very, very large company in the southeast. And he was telling me one day about the different kinds of power that the company has. You have uh, electric power. You've got wind power. You've got solar power. You've got nuclear power. There's power from different resources. But I want to tell you, greater than that power that we have today is the power of our God. And it's in overabundance and it's in vast supply because the Bible says that anything that we ask, anything that we think, he's able to do exceeding abundantly above all that. How? According to the power that he has, not just to get there, not just to do what you have, but because of the storage. And why is that? Well, because he's God. You know, the Bible says in the book of Genesis that in the beginning, God created all the things. According to his own word and his own power, he's able to do that. And so, friend, think about this. If God can do what he's done in creation and through creation, don't you think that he's got enough power, enough supply, enough wattage, enough volts, enough amps to get what you need in your life? Certainly does because he has an overabundance of his power. But notice this in the last part of the verse, that worketh in us. That is the operation of this power. This power that God has is a power that works in us. It's not a power that originates through us, even though it does, but it works in us. You know, we've got to get plugged in to the source and able to perform, don't we? You know, we talk about uh, uh, fast changing. I think that uh, these electrical vehicles are going to be here before we know it, and uh, we better get ready for it. But a lot of folks are not trusting buying an electric car because it takes so long to charge. Even though they're getting fast charges, people are saying, man, I can go to the gas station and uh, I can fuel up in about five minutes and be on my way. Well, some of these charging cars could take, we were looking the other day, uh, 30 minutes to even up to 12 hours, depending on the type of car, the type of charger, and the type of power that it's hooked up to. 
But this power of God, this wonder-working power that God has is an operation that works in us. And so what are the these aspects here? I want to give you three from this verse here. Number one, the aspects of this wonderful wonderful wonder-working power shows up in his ability. Now the Bible says, now unto him that is able. He is certainly able. You know, God asked Abraham in Genesis chapter 18, verse 14, is there anything too hard for the Lord? Now, God's asking this question, and he's not saying, Abraham, can you find something that I miss? He wants Abraham to recognize the power of God in his life. And Job answered God, I love this, in Job chapter 42, verse 2, I know that thou canst do everything, and that no thought can be withholden from thee. Job knew that God is not just the creator of all. He's the power of all. He can do everything, not just anything, but everything. And I love what Jesus did to assure his disciples. He said this in Matthew 19, 26, With men, this is impossible, but with God, all things are possible. Why? Because God has the wonder working power. We can do some things, but we can't do all things. The church can help in some ways, but the church can't help in all ways. Money can get you out of problems, but it can't solve all your worries. Can I tell you, the power of God is able to do it. Why? Because of his ability. You know, he's able, the Bible says, to do exceeding abundantly above. These describer words uh, is over that. Warren Wearsby again said, over and above the overflow. It's just like uh, you see uh, somebody sets up a dam in a pond or a lake or a reservoir. You know, that water that seeps in is just a little bit, but this power doesn't just come up over a little bit. It bursts past and over the dam. His power cannot be controlled. His power cannot be limited, friend. It has an exceeding abundantly above flow to it. There was a quote that I read a while back that says, Live in the overflow, don't get caught up in the undertow. And friend, you and I can have the victory today through the Lord Jesus Christ because not us, but unto Him is this power. So the aspects of this wonder one working power shows up in His ability, but it shows up also in our asking. The next part of that verse says, All that we ask or think. Now think about that. All that we ask. You know, we usually ask things that we think is for our good. We don't ask for bad things. But, you know, we ask for those things that comes. And Jesus said in Matthew 6, 8, Be not ye therefore like unto them, for your Father knoweth what things you have need of before you ask Him. Friend, He's just waiting on you to ask Him today. You know, James 4, 2 says, part of that verse says, Yet you have not, because you ask not. The wonder-working power is not that it can't be uh, uh, shows up in His ability, but it, it doesn't show up because of our asking. We're not asking big things. And I've got to be honest with you today. I, I am prideful in my at, not asking for God to do big things in my life. I am notorious for trying to handle it myself. I told somebody in our church, even today, uh, that I'm a perfectionist. I like things to be uh, tight and orderly. I like things structured. And I told this guy, I said, listen, 
I believe we ought to do the best that we can for the Lord Jesus Christ because uh, we are an ambassador for Christ. And yes, I believe that. But friend, the truth is I cannot do all things. And I've got to constantly remind myself I can't do all things. I can't complete all things. I cannot be the all. I can't be uh, everything and everywhere at all times. But you know what? God can. And so you and I need to take some time in our life to start asking for some big things, the power of God to show up in our life. But that verse said not just what we ask, but what we think. And so what we ask is for our good, but what we think is for our growth. And what should we think about? What should we ask about? What should we work through? We know Jesus said several times in the Gospels that he knew their thoughts and he perceived their thoughts. You know, God knows those things that we think. And Simeon said to Mary in Luke chapter 2, verse 35, that the thoughts of many hearts may be revealed, speaking of Jesus here. And so God knows what we think, and uh, we should be thinking on some things, thinking about big things, thinking about glorious things, talking about God doing a great work and His glory to be maximized and folks to be saved and people to get baptized and grow in grace and families to be changed and mamas and uh, uh, husbands and uh, kids falling in love with each other all over again and seeing the gospel go forth and mission projects and missionaries and Bibles being translated. My goodness, we should be thinking some big thoughts in our lives because there's the wonder-working power available in all that. So there's three aspects of this. Number one, his ability, he's able. Number two, our asking. Can we ask and think about it? That is very, very important for us to do. But the third thing is his availability. Is his availability. That verse says, according to the power that worketh in us. You know, I'm reminded a lot of times of Philippians chapter 2 and verse 13, where the Bible says, for it is God which worketh in you both to will and to do of his good pleasure. I have a lot of people that will ask me, Preacher, how do I know that this is what God would have me to do? I'd say this. If God has put something in your heart that is uh, for the gospel and for Jesus and for sinners and uh, for the glory of God, it's probably God that's put that in your heart. Friend, we are corrupt, vile sinners. Uh, There was a joke one time of a, a youth pastor that was uh, talking, counseling with a, a young girl, and and she was crying about this boy that she loved, and and uh, she said, "I just love him with all my heart." And uh, she t- and, the, and the youth pastor told that girl, he said, "Tell your heart to shut up." You can't trust your heart, but you can trust God. But if God has put something in your heart, it is Him that does that to do of His will and to do of His good pleasure. And so His power is the availability that shows up that works in our hearts. You know, when I preached this message, I the Lord had given me this illustration about a water slide and going to Walmart and picking that thing up. And during COVID, you know, everybody was kind of banished and wasn't able to go anywhere. And folks were staying at home when the weather was getting warm. And uh, I had this thought that about every other body in America thought of, well, hey, let's put a slip and slide out in the yard. Let's play in these hot days outside. Well, the problem is, is I was thinking like everybody else. And there's this law of economics called supply and demand. Demand is the need of the customer and supply is the speed to get it to the customer. But the problem is 
when the supply is low and the demand is high, we got a problem. So I show up to Walmart to get me a slip and slide, and they had none there. Why? Because there was other dads and moms and uh, older brothers and sisters and grandmas and grandpas, aunts and uncles and neighbors and people that said, let's get a slip and slide. Let's get some play toys for our kids to be out. Can I tell you this morning, this afternoon, this evening, or this night that you're listening to this, his availability, listen to me, is his supply. And our asking is based on our demand, and that is our need. But his ability is the power to work in us. Listen, his supply is able. His supply is vast. His supply is available. His supply is close by. You get excited about how fast you can get things from Amazon, but can I tell you there's a greater and faster delivery service that you don't have to pay a membership for. It's part of the package deal is the availability of the wonder working power of God today. His availability is there. And what you and I need to do is ask today for God to do something. Do you need God to do something in your home? Do you need God to do something in your marriage? Do you need God to do something with your kids? Do you need God to do something at your workplace? Do you need God to show up in this lost person's life? Can I tell you, His ability is there. The potential is there. The asking has got to be us. That has to be our petitioning, our asking. And his availability is certainly there with his power. Now let me give you one more verse and I'm going to be done today. In Hebrews chapter 13 and verse 21, listen to this. Make you perfect, that's whole or complete, in every good work to do his will. Working in you that which is well-pleasing in his sight. Through Jesus Christ, to whom be glory forever and forever. Amen. The writer of the Hebrews is saying this. God wants to make you whole. God wants to have a complete, thorough work done in you. Why? So you can do His will. But He does that through the working in you. And that is through Jesus Christ. I'm so thankful today that the wonder-working power available to us and the wonderful working, wonder-working power that works through us is done through the Lord Jesus Christ. In our county, we've been doing, on Highway 16, they've been had power companies that have been doing work on the power lines, replacing power lines for months and months and months now. And that's uh, sometimes frustrating because they work during business hours and they hold up traffic to try to do this work. Uh, but it's a work that must be done to get power from one place to the other. And they've got to have people working and they have, have different shifts. Some of them control traffic. Some of them are uh, working uh, on the power line. Some of them are working equipment. Everybody's got a part, but they all have to do their part in order to get the job done. And I'm telling you today, even though in our electrical system that we have today, many men do a work to get it done, women too, but the work of spiritual wonder-working power is done through Jesus Christ. And I'm so thankful for all that He does for us, but He gives that power to us today. All you got to do today is ask or think it, friend. It's a wonder-working power that He wants to do. What a jam-packed verse for us to look at today. I want to read the verse one more time and we're going to be done. Ephesians chapter 3 and verse 20. Now unto him 
that is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or think according to the power that worketh in us. I want to thank you today for listening to the Preacher's Recap and hope this has been a blessing to you today. Hope you have a wonderful day. Until next time, may God richly bless you is my prayer.